And on today's episode of the RiderFlex podcast, an updated list of tips for hiring managers in a hot candidate market. Number one, if you are not offering remote work, <laughs> you, you're, you're missing the boat. I, I, I talked to some folks, a lot of CEOs call me for input or advice. They're trying to make people come back to the office or they're still living kind of in the old school world of trying to make people come back to the office. I'm just telling you right now, I, I don't think that's ever going back the way it used to be. Candidates are pushing back on that aggressively. I can't tell you how quickly candidates will ask whether or not it offers remote work, at least semi-remote. In fact, most candidates want 100% remote, semi-remote for sure. Um, especially if it's software engineers or anybody that works from a laptop and a phone. If you're a CEO or you're a business owner and you have associates that their job only requires working from a laptop or a phone, you've got to offer a remote. If you, if you don't, you are limiting your uh, talent pool and anybody that uh, is awesome, candidates that are awesome, they're just going to go work somewhere else. <laughs> so please, please get over yourself. Offer remote work if you're not already doing it. That's number one. Number two, speed, 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 speed. Again, I'm recording this on February 20th, 2022. A lot of you listening to this episode, you have these, uh, what I would call old school interviewing and hiring practices, because you've always done it that way, <laughs> right? Where you make people take three tests and interview with 20 people and come to the office four times and jump through three rings of fire before you decide whether or not to make them an offer. <sighs> Same thing. You've got to move on past those old school practices Right now, candidates are receiving offers left and right, uh, and they're going with companies that are aggressive and that move quickly. Uh, if you stop thinking that your company is super special, <laughs> there's a tip for you. Uh, stop thinking that you're any more special than, than other places. Like, get over yourself a little bit. If you get a good candidate in front of you, move quickly to get them an offer and, and get them to sign the offer and get a start date in place. If not, somebody else is going to pick them up. Uh, I'm just telling you, speed right now is critical. It's critical. Number three, work-life balance, especially with millennials. Uh, if you, same thing, the old school days of like working 80 hours a week and 70 hours a week, People are just past that, man. I, that's just not happening anymore. I'm 54 years old, so I, I lived that life myself. I know uh, I, I went through it, but these days, nobody wants that. Here's a good example for you. If you tell an average 30-year-old that they can make $250,000 a year if they work 75 hours a week, or they can make $170,000 a year 
and work remotely and work 40 hours a week, they're going to take the $170,000 a year. Most of them. <laughs> Work-life balance is critical. Please don't uh, uh, set up a situation where you're expecting people uh, to go through this 80, 90 hour a week grind. People just don't want to do it anymore. So you got to have work-life balance uh, kind of uh, atmosphere at, at your company. And you got to preach that during the interview process. Number four, flexible scheduling. <laughs> flexible scheduling. Now, I'm not talking about uh, you know, shift workers, so to speak, manufacturing jobs, line workers, warehouse workers. I, I understand a lot of jobs have specific shifts where you're doing a tactical thing with your hands and you have to be on site uh, a certain uh, to do a certain task. I'm not talking about that, but same thing. The laptop worker, so to speak, um, it's got to be flexible scheduling. Create jobs that allow the candidate to get the work done on their own time, so to speak, and by the way, from wherever they want, like I said, remote, right? Flexible scheduling. The whole thing of, okay, you have to be on your laptop typing on your keyboard at 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. and we're going to monitor that and all that stuff. No, <laughs> no, no. If you're still doing that, Get rid of that in the job spec. Don't do that. Don't create that kind of workspace because people are going to pass on those kind of jobs. Number five, I do still think it's absolutely critical to hire people that fit your company culture. Now, this is a hot button lately, right? Uh, I want to define what I mean by culture. I don't mean what you look like. Sex, race, religion, white, black, whatever. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about old versus young. When I say culture, I mean, this is what I mean. Let me give you some exa examples. Let's say you own a meatpacking plant, okay? And everybody that works there is loud and bunch of curse words flying around all the time. And I don't know, they're all like hunters and uh, they love to fish and hunt. I don't know, uh, eat meat. Uh, and um, all of a sudden you try to put somebody in there that's like a super quiet, timid librarian type personality that's like a vegan and doesn't like to see animals get hurt. Like, <laughs> that doesn't fit the culture. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. The style of how the company works needs to somewhat uh, match the person's personality and style so that they enjoy working there. You don't want to put them in an atmosphere that is uncomfortable for them, right? That's what I mean by culture. So here's another good example. At RiderFlex, at Recruiting from RiderFlex, we're, we're what I would call a fast response culture. We talk to people about that. Um, if, if we're talking to a candidate that doesn't like to be doesn't like to get text messages uh, and, and be expected to respond within 30 minutes or so, um, then they, they're not going to fit the culture here. <laughs> uh, if they don't like the, a CEO that drops a few curse words from time to time on the conference calls, they're not going to like working here. Um, 
that's the kind of stuff I mean about culture. And I do think that is still important. I think you should talk about it with candidates and make sure you're hiring people to match that. So those are my big five. Now, here's a, here's a, a bonus tip for you. <laughs> here's a bonus. I said I was going to do five. Here's a bonus tip. Ready? Bonus tip. Pro tip. During your interview process, your courtship of the candidate, don't be messy and don't be weird. <laughs> don't be messy and don't be weird. Okay. Candidates are watching your every move, just like you're watching theirs, right? If you don't respond or if you don't get back to them or there was a scheduling conflict or you told them they were going to be talking to Johnny during the interview, but now they're talking to Mary or things got moved around or canceled at the last minute. If you appear messy at all as a company, candidates are going to be turned off by that. They're going to run away from you. Okay. They just, they don't have to put up with that right now. They got way too many options. Um, this goes back to stop thinking you're special, right? Uh, stop thinking that just because you're, you're an executive in a company that you can just cancel a freaking meeting with a candidate last minute, like that, that sends a major red flag to the to the candidate and they're going to think you're messy and unorganized and inconsiderate and all the rest of it. So uh, don't be messy. Don't be weird. And there is your Rider Flex tip of the day. Uh -huh.